Can't believe we're already talking about potentially the last cookout of the summer. Well, yes and no. Officially, Labor Day summer. is kind of like one of those uh, cornerstones, one of those those moments. You know, everybody gets together for that last big blowout, right? Right. We don't put our grills away. No, we don't actually stop grilling. We keep grilling, and thank God because Omaha Steaks is still here. And and yes, they will make your Labor Day party though much better, especially when you check out the deluxe grill out assortment. And you can save some serious money right now. Go to omahasteaks.com and use the promo code PATANJT in the promo code box. And yeah, 50% off the deluxe grill assortment. And you get 12 free burgers. So so if you were like me, okay, my favorites, I'd have to go with um, the the all beef meatballs are delicious. Uh, Yes. The filet mignons, the bacon wrapped filet. There's nothing like cow and pig. Put together. Right. Love it. Right. Um, and the chicken breast, boneless chicken breast. That would be on my list. Carm- the caramel apple tartlet dessert. <laughs> Didn't even think Omaha Steaks made such delicious desserts, yeah. but they do. And that's one of the things you can put into that assortment. Yeah. And they've got great assortment of sides, all the desserts, over 30 entrees, including those fillets and the burgers and everything else, the franks. You can put it all in there. Plus, you're going to save over 50% and get 12 free burgers. Let's tear it up this Labor Day. Go to omahasteaks.com and use the promo code PATNJT for the deluxe grill-out assortment. Save 50%. Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always going to be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. Another episode of your aunt and uncle that bitch all the time about everything. It's the Pat and JT Podcast. <laughs> In your, uh, well, what's today? I hate what? What's the top of the list today? I hate dealing with the laptop without a mouse. Yeah, the pads are rough. The t- <clears throat> the, the, the little touchpad touchpads are rough, and I don't know if they still make IBM Think pads this way, where it's just a little nub in the middle of the keyboard. I've, I saw somebody with one the other day. Those I hate those worse than pads. I've never used those. It's very never frustrating. Don't. Um, so it's bad enough. <laughs> And I'm actually getting acquainted. We're, we're like, we're not best friends, but we wave in the hallway mm-hmm. with my Apple laptop. Yeah. With my Mac, right? Um, and you were, you were an early, even before me, when we made the transition to Herdat, you were like, you jumped in and just started going. And it took me a minute to get off my windows. Uh, right? It's like, yeah. I, miss, I miss the stuff that I know. And anyway, I'm, I'm figuring it out. And it's the littlest things. I think we've talked about this. The littlest things that they have to do different. Just like flip a button. Right. It's like instead of Xing out a, a window, you go up top right, you have to go top left. Right. Uh-huh. Like just to Come be. On. Like just, it's like that <laughs> angsty teenager that just, you don't like green beans because everybody loves uh, green beans. You don't like green beans. Uh, yeah. 100% agree. So I'm figuring that stuff out. But when I get on a page and I have to scroll and I, it won't let me scroll. And I don't know why, and it's pissing me off because I was trying to find my notes, but I think I figured it out now. So what I do like about that, I know here we are, Grandma and Grandpa talking. <laughs> but what I do like, about, but it, but we had no, neither one of us had worked on Apple no. laptops before. I've had an iPhone for a long time, but I'm not a laptop. And Mm-mm. there are just so many like shortcuts and ways to figure things out that are so much easier. Like if you go and actually read where all the shortcuts are, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is awesome, this is great. So you can get stuff done once you learn all the shortcuts. But if you don't know the shortcuts, you're, you're screwed. stuck in the mud. You're stuck with all the long cuts. <laughs> and the long cuts suck. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, don't forget to go to sweetstock.com <laughs> if you can log into your Mac and use the uh, Pat and JT as the promo code and save 10 bucks on your tickets for Sweetstock. Um, as of today, we're less than two weeks out from Sweetstock as of Monday the, what's today, what? the 16th? Today's the 16th. Hold on. Today's the 16th. Yeah, it's a week, so a week, a week from, from Saturday. Saturday. Yes, it's already a week from Saturday that Sweetstock's going to be here. Yeah. That's crazy. 
I mean, I knew it was when we first started. Well, this this came in. I mean, fast forward, mm-hmm. right? It was less like, oh my god, that's only three months away. Yeah, and now it's oh my god, it's only two weeks away. It's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be a fun day. Wow. And the weather, the way, gosh, just hold this holding pattern. I will take this all day yep. long, every day. It's beautiful. And with the end with Maha a couple weeks ago and then Garth Brooks yeah. on Saturday, just Speaking seeing everybody which, in this state and just oh. getting out, just live music is back. I just can't wait to be part of that part of Sweet Stock and be around everybody. Be around just watch it. live music. Yeah. The, uh, the Garth Brooks stuff, I tell you what, <laughs> there were so many cool moments. Um, been, I mean, just catching up. Uh, thank God for what's her name? Cindy Stroll. She posted a ton of videos. Did I don't she? know who Cindy is, but <laughs> Thanks, Cindy. Cindy and some really good ones in University of Nebraska put some great ones out. There was one up there um, when he did the song, Ask Me How I Know. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. <clears throat> there we go. For Pam, I think the woman, she was holding up a sign that said, Ask Me How I Know, because everybody has their favorite songs that they want to hear. And this right. isn't a song they normally do. And then they did it, and the whole place was singing it. And, and I, it, I guess That's that was one awesome. that kind of blew them away, because it's kind of a deep cut. Mm-hmm. With exactly Garth, though, like everything's a, even deep cuts None of are them like are deep cuts. no. There, you might you no. might be considered a deep cut, like it, but everybody knows every Garth right? Brooks song only because it was number seven on the album. Yeah, something. it doesn't but matter. That doesn't matter. Um, but anyway, and so they they did that, and he they were they were up on the the jumbotron, her and her husband. You know, you could see them up there, on, and it was just like it was awesome. Um, and then hired that kid. The sound engineer. So, I didn't know about that till this morning. I read Channel 7 did a story <laughs> about it. And that, that was awesome. Yeah, met the kid and he was a sound engineer. So we hired him. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. He brought the kid out on stage. He was like, now get over there, back over there. Get, get out of the way. Get your sound engineer. I mean, that's there. so great. <laughs> um, that was so much fun. And then just every one of the songs they did, um, of course, the, the regulars, but the whole place singing, he just quit singing like friends in low places on answer prayers, the dance. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is just goosebumps. man. It was. And he, the thing you, you gotta love about him is he does. He respects the girl that brought him because those were like off his first few albums. Yeah. I think, I think he only had like eight albums. Yeah, it's not a ton. And he hasn't put, I mean, he puts out, also puts out new music, but not very often. He was gone for like 15 years. He was Chris Gaines for like 15 years. He was an alter ego (laughs) for a while, and that didn't work out so well. And then, yeah, he just kind of goat, just went away, retired, raised his kids, and just kind of did whatever. But he did, he hit those songs that came out. I think 89 was when the first one came out. And that first one had, you know, just blew everybody away. But every one of those albums had so many good hits on it. But it was American Pie. Then they did American Pie, which was. Wow, um, wasn't even there, and I feel like I was. Um, talk about uh, talk about FOMO though, because uh, I leading up oh. to it, I thought, oh, I saw Garth when he was in Lincoln before, whatever. I know. And but it, after seeing the, and we were in Outside. Lincoln on Saturday. We were in Lincoln on Saturday, mm-hmm. so just seeing everybody downtown and everybody coming to Lincoln for that show, it's like, man, I really wish I was there. Then you start seeing the pictures pop up. Yeah, they the one of the I can't remember if there was like a conversation about, but when he was doing the dance, um, the people that were watching it, it was kind of like uh, one of those. You know, you remember the first time you heard it and remember when it first came out. And the most poignant moment or memory I have about that song in particular, because mm-hmm. that was like early 90s. And um, a young girl, she was 16 and she was killed by a drunk driver south of Wahoo. And she was in the 4-H club. She showed horses. And um, all the 4-H clubs showed up at her funeral. And they played that song at the funeral. To remember that forever. I'll never forget. Because yeah. all the kids showed up in there. They were in their white shirts and blue jeans with their armbands, you know, the horse, the horse for each kids that she knew. Um, the Sudik family is who it was, if you know any of the people over there, but Nikki Sudik was who had died. And it was 
just an awful time. But it was so hard for all because you look at all these kids because they were all they knew her since she was you know six seven yeah. years old or younger. But and then also just being in the community. But that song has so many different types of meanings. Right, it does. Right? And yeah. when you do see it performed live, when uh, you're lucky enough, and to, then it's just, outside, it's, well, and it was like just wow. just the way he does it because because <clears throat> a lot of other artists. Like yeah. he is, he is better. I mean, he's up there with Prince and whatever. Oh. Like, um, he puts so much passion into his music. Mm-hmm. Even like you said, songs that he's been he's been singing for thirty years. He's probably in his years. head oh, yeah, 30, sick 35. of it. He's probably sick of singing. Like, who wouldn't be sick of singing the same songs over and over? But he gets out. He understands why everybody loves him, and he so just much. gives everybody a show. Yeah. And it's so it's so awesome to see that. It's something. It's refreshing. So, it was it was cool. So I want to thank whoever. Oh yeah, Cindy, Cindy Stroll, whoever you are. Thanks for um, but your videos were the, that was the wormhole I fell down into. Thanks, Cindy. And so I got to see the whole show. Thank, <laughs> so. I do love that. Saved hundred bucks. Yeah. I thought it was Gas interesting. Money and everything. And yeah. I know, like you said, nobody really anymore. <clears throat> I just got ink all over my fingers and that exploded. <laughs> um, we'll throw Uh-oh. that away. Um, so, uh, yeah, nobody worries about like track numbers anymore. Like you don't buy an album, like right. cut four, cut five, whatever. It's just all singles anymore. But, um, Hollywood raw last week had a music producer on an executive, whatever, mm-hmm. Charlie walk. And he was talking about back when John Mayer first started releasing albums and he would, and he talked, I didn't realize there, I figured that there was placement, specific placement on the album. Like the first track is really super intense or what, who knows, but he said that all these artists before that track 10 was a throwaway track. Like they didn't care. They honestly did not care what song the artist never did. And the record company never did. It was just kind of a filler track. Nobody cared about it. So he, it was kind of an interesting story about John Mayer's song daughters. Oh daughter, yeah. Daughter daughters. Um, that it was track 10 on that album that he released because he thought it was garbage. He didn't want to play it. He didn't want to, he just threw it on there and ended up winning a Grammy. So, Isn't that crazy? You just yeah, never know. You I never mean, know. As much as I, I know that there is a method to the madness mm-hmm. and that it's a formula and they're, they know exactly we're going to release this and exactly this many weeks later we do this and then we're going to have one of these appearances and we're going to do, I mean, it's like there's this pattern. Every artist mm-hmm. follows it. Everything is exactly the same. They think they have it all figured out. And you just never know. And then every once in a while, everybody says, you know, screw your algorithm. Because we like this. Yeah, because I'm going with my gut. <laughs> right? The Oprah whisper. Go exactly. with the Oprah whisper sometimes. It, every, every once in a while that people don't just follow the formula or go with the flow. I think I heard heard somebody say something about going with the flow. The only thing that goes with the flow is a dead fish. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, that's kind of deep. I mean, like, is, <laughs> it's like I, the surface are like, what is that? Oh, wait, oh, yeah, that is pretty deep. Uh-huh, <laughs> I guess the flow is a, de- a, a dead, dead fish. fish. And it's like, oh, oh. I don't want to be a dead fish. Uh-uh. Wait a minute. <laughs> wow. pay attention to what's going on don't just do group think right yeah that's, what, that's basically what it's saying <laughs> that's pretty but, deep. but it is kind of when you hear him talking about that i'm sure like every other music producer they all know exactly what everybody else is doing and the timing and you know okay it's like the movies you know this movie's coming out here so we're going to put our movie over here yeah. you know and everything is just a game mm-hmm. it's a shell game trying to get the most out of it and then all of a sudden you have a surprise yeah like, wait, didn't see that like, coming. Yeah, right. Blindsided. Yeah. Yeah. So and was, they're supposed to be the professionals and have it all figured out, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's something. Uh, something quick before we jump yeah. into what you got. I, I'm super pumped today. Um, Hollywood, really? Hollywood Raw is recording with Dorinda Medley, who is a, a, okay. a former Real Housewife of New York. She hasn't been on. This was the they first year. They haven't recorded yet. No, they're recording this you morning. don't jinx it. Oh, no. I'm, I'm not worried about it happening because they're friends, apparently. But So I'm, I'm not worried about it happening. But here's what I'm super okay. excited about. <laughs> is that okay so when we start recording i run everything from here and they're in la and new york or whatever what's her name again so, dorinda medley 
See, that's funny. I have no uh-huh. idea. How do you spell that? D-O-R-I. <laughs> D-O-R-I-N-D-A and then medley, like a song. Okay. Um, so her, fam- she has a famous catchphrase. Like she was, they all burn hot, like just dumpster fires. <laughs> but she was the one who would, after a couple cocktails, would go from oh zero to God. 60, just like that. So she has a couple of really super famous lines. And so at the beginning of our little recording session today, we are all in there. We're all, we all kind of talk about the interview, whatever. Then I get out and then they start recording. So I hope she asks me, I hope she just says, hey, Pat, how you doing? If she does, it's going to open the door for me to use one of her lines back at her. And it is a dream come true. Her, her famous line is, how am I doing? Not very well, bitch. (laughs) And I can't wait. I can't wait. Because if she asks me, that's exactly what I'm going to say. And I know, I don't think Dax and Adam know that's the line. So they're going to flip out and think that I'm like, you went off. The, you went off the deep end. <laughs> boot, like, oh yeah. God, Pat, what are you doing? <laughs> so I just hope it lands right. She's she. We share a birthday. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's interesting. December thirteenth. I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. I had no clue. I haven't either. I'm just like looking through her stuff. Interesting. See, I just introduced you to a birthday friend. <laughs> you would like her. She would be your favorite okay. housewife. It says here that uh, Andy Cohen apparently pissed her off. Um. Apparently. Recently? Because yeah, she was says, just on what's, Watch What Happens Live a couple days ago. Um, it says, according to a new report on page six, she was livid. She was livid. No, he was after she cracked a joke at his expense. Oh, what was it? I just watched Wait, that show see, yesterday. Say, Hold on, I got to pull this, this story up. This is exciting. Andy Cohen is reportedly livid with Dorinda Medley. This is, this is not something I ever thought I'd be clicking on. I'm just going to tell you right now. Um, <laughs> and you're even fighting through with a crappy computer pad, too. You know should it. get into it. Okay, it said that she was, she was the, oh, no, he was mad after she cracked a joke at the expense of a former castmate, Tinsley Mortimer. Oh, okay. okay. Anyway, this came over the, came over dinner during an episode of Real Housewives in New York City. Okay, so whatever. Oh, my God. Okay, now I see what she said, and I'm thinking, okay, she doesn't care, does she? No, she doesn't care at all. She said, <laughs> well, she pissed him off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she doesn't care at all. That's funny. That's what I love about her. And he also should just say thank you because he got a headline. Mm-hmm. So on a page six go. one. Mm-hmm. And yep. on page six. Yep. So can't argue with that. Okay, that's good. Really, all I had, I, I didn't have a whole bunch, to be honest, except for the fact that my, my um, you know, I've been having trouble with my, the the main drain of my house, the sewer, <laughs> the your, main drain, backing up, it's right? So, this has been an ongoing, I've had the plumbers to my house. I'm uh-huh. not, not our favorite all-star plumber, um, but his, his best recommendation, right? And so they've been out five times. We cannot figure this out. And it's not, it's not backing. It's like nothing worse than having your, the drain back up. There's just nothing. I mean, it's disgusting. so, it's gross. Mm-hmm. It's like. And you clean it up, and then you're like, okay, I'm not fixing shit until we get this figured out. Right. I, I am done. I wouldn't either. Because we yeah. fixed everything, and then it happened again. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm like, okay. Especially if they don't know what's causing it, not a chance. Could not figure it out. Could not figure it out. I am devastated to report that I do have, I think I figured out what it is. What is it? And I think what it is, oh, you're no. going to laugh, but it's a real thing. It's my toilet paper, and... It doesn't dissolve. You know when you see commercials oh. and they get it wet and they put 10 quarters on it and it doesn't break? What do you That's use? not good. Do you use Bounty? Kirkland. Kir- it's just like, is it like the, it's Costco. Is it the super thick cushiony stuff? It's their Costco brand. It's really? just their regular brand. And it's like listed as one of the worst toilet papers for septic systems. So, And it also causes a lot of problems with city systems as well. Oh, just that's going to throw it out there. That's big news for in Costco. Case <laughs> in case you're using it. Because Costco, I love Costco. Yeah. And I changed about a year ago, 
Yeah. And here we are. And they said, and I'm like, okay, this is not, again, not the search I thought I was going to be doing on Saturday. No. That's what I was doing. But trying to figure out what is going on. And so they said, best thing to do for anybody, you're supposed to use <laughs> toilet paper that's good for a septic system. So pretend you're not on city water. Um, that's, and that's what my mom uses because she has a septic tank. Right. And it's really super thin and she hates it, but she has to use it. Um, but it will yeah. dissolve. Yeah. That's the thing. Usually the sad thing is, is usually it dissolves before you're done wiping. But you should, you can use enough so it doesn't. Okay. Okay, so it doesn't get so on your get hands. So get that surprise little right? hello. How you doing? <laughs> you can have enough toilet paper so you're you're fine because it will dissolve. So you probably do use more. I've have had to clean under my nails a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> That's called digging, dude. That's Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes you just got it. I'm just saying. There there's a nice there's a there's a nice little happy medium. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't have to be like paper thin you can see through it, but it also shouldn't be strong enough that you can put quarters on wet paper. Right. Like then, basically a paper towel. Yeah. Basically a paper towel, which yeah. some of these toilet papers, it's like, so, cause you see the, what's the, the one with the bear, the bears and they get their rear ends all clean. And Isn't like, that uh, and it's strong enough? Downy? No, that's soft for a man, for but your, made for. That's, wow. That's secret. <laughs> um, <laughs> downy is what you put in the clothes wash. Bounty, downy, downy, <laughs> toilet paper with bears. <laughs> I used to use Cottonelle by the way. And Cottonelle is high on the list of things of papers that are good. But there is a list of... Uh, we have Quilted Northern. We have Angel Soft. Angel Soft is good also. Charmin. Charmin, Is the yeah. one with the bear. That's another one that you might run into problems, but it's not as bad as the others. It's not, okay. It wasn't on the, the list of bad ones. But yeah, <laughs> yeah Cottonelle is what I used to use. And I switched. I didn't think there was any difference, really. Yeah. It, at, on the surface, there's no difference. But apparently in the water. That's a big difference. One one will dissolve and the other one well, doesn't. Well, at least it's not it's like a big, huge fix. Like you got to get a new, like I, a root or something going through one no, of your pipes. It, honestly, yes. I was complimented on my, the, the system looks amazing. Okay. So like, your pipes I look had, fantastic, I had lady. nothing to do with it. <laughs> so you always I, love it when a plumber comes to your house and compliments your pipes. Right. Yeah, your pipes are yes, tight. Amazing. <laughs> And that's the name of our podcast today. Your pipes are tight. Anyway. <laughs> JT's got tight pipes. No. Oh, wow. Anyway. Actually, they are tight if they're clogging so, back up. So I don't know, but that's what was causing. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't. Yes. That's what they, they said. I had no idea. I didn't know it was that big of a deal. You know what yeah. I mean? You're on the city system. You don't think. Yeah. It's that big of a yeah, deal. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> you don't think. So the experiment begins. So I went through my house. So I have some Kirkland toilet paper if you're interested. If anybody's interested, donate the Kirkland toilet paper. <laughs> I do. I don't know what to do with it now. I've got some. So I guess I donate. I don't know. I feel bad. I mean, yeah, I, you could probably donate it. I guess. Son of a bitch. Yeah, that sucks. It does. It sucks. Yeah. <sighs> so well, so that, I did that this weekend. That was a wow. <laughs> yeah. That's about all. So. I don't know. We, I mean, we still have that How's family of feral cats in our bathroom. Yes. Other than that, they're fine. They're great. We did that. We changed everything out. We took the big kennel out. We kind of made it not as crazy in there for them mm-hmm. and kind of got some things out of there, and they're fine. They're so they're doing still great. In, the, in the guest bathroom. Mm-hmm. Still in the guest bathroom. And um, so now we're the mom, because we're trying to see if we can ever be in the same, in the bathroom with the mom not going crazy. You will be able so to. So we're no trying, we're like... Um, before the whole bathtub was covered mm-hmm. with this kennel, so she had a place to hide. Now we're kind of, we got the kennel out of there and we put like, uh, actually went to Home Depot and got the cheapest thing possible. It was the uh, like dry erase board stuff uh-huh. and cut that just to pieces so we can slowly, every couple of days, remove a piece so it kind of lessens the places where she can hide. When you go in the bathroom, mm-hmm. ignore her. 
we have no as, choice. As I'm saying, like, don't go in there to do anything with her. I, I would just go in there for no reason. I would go in there and turn on the water, flush the toilet, just put pit, put blank, you know, or put towels yeah. away, open doors, shut doors, and walk out. It's funny, and it, not touch any of the cats. You know what's funny is that that's what we uh, found. Beth was googling this weekend that oh. it said ignoring a, a mm-hmm. potentially feral or whatever cat, letting them make the first move. Is the best thing to do. So important that they make the first move. It's just like the horse whisper. You ever watch that movie, mm-hmm. the horse whisper? Same thing. Is that because then the, they'll they'll come to you because you yeah. turn your back on them and they'll be like, "Hey, you're ignoring me." Just like dating back in the day. You, Seriously, you, you, you ignore somebody and they come after you. Right. That's that's Stupid. the key to it. But it's hard to. But I don't know, sometimes we'll see. you just have to. But good deal. Yeah. So the little kitties are still the cutest things on the freaking <laughs> planet. I just can't get enough of the little kittens. Have but. they met the older cats yet? No. No. I don't think they're going to, because we're not going to keep any of them. What? It's just too, we're just we're just not. It's just too much. Um, so we don't want them to meet, and they haven't been to the they they were the kittens were went to the vet, but we found out they didn't. They just fed them. They didn't really give them the check over and anything. So we don't want to meet them until the vet. Has right. Seen them. So, and if we're not going to keep them, I don't think we're going to. Oh my god! What are you going to do then? You're just fostering then? We're going to foster, and I think we oh have somebody god. that's interested, and they're only, we're only going to let them go as a pair because they're buddies. What so, about the mama? Um, well, we're going to get her fixed yeah. and then tr- find a place that some place that will adopt her. There's, um, I spoke to Pam from the Humane Society yeah. a little bit. And then I also, there's that organization that we're working with that has a list of people that are potentially could take her. So we'll see. We'll keep her until Other foster places. Maybe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And yeah. we'll take, we'll keep her as long as we need to. Yeah. Um, so we're not worried about somewhere. that. Yeah. I mean, we don't need to poop, poop downstairs. Oh. We don't have to use that bathroom. <laughs> and I just love when people ask what's up. Like, oh, we just got a family of feral cats in our Guest bathroom. See, now you know my world less to you. I know. I, know, I love it. It's talking actually, about my feral cats. It's kind of fun to say. It, it kind of is. And now, and we talk about ignoring them. I always have Dexter is like always like on my leg. He's like right next to me until I reach for him. So I just ignore him constantly. He talks to me constantly now. Never used to. So in a we're year, getting close. In a year, in a year, you'll be fine. <sighs> I hope so. Eventually. It's, <laughs> it's only it's been, like, been a seven year process. It's, it's two years in October, <laughs> for God's sake. <laughs> Having a cat that won't let you touch him. Are you kidding me? So, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's so funny. that's, uh, you're up to date. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and that's it. You're up to date. Uh, go to sweetstock.com. Use Pat and JT as the promo code to save 10 bucks on your tickets for Sweetstock. Yeah. Yeah. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.